0: Welcome to Memorizing Scripture. I'm your host, Gordon, and this week we are doing a review week. And today is the last day of the review week and the last day of our memory verse, 1 John 4, 7 and 8. But before we jump into talking about the application of our memory verse this week, let's jump into our review memory verse. So, we have been reviewing five different memory verses this week, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to read out the verse, give you a little fill in the blanks, fill that in with your mind, and then uh, at the end of the podcast, I'll let you know which verse that was. And hopefully, that is just a little helpful review. So let's jump in. The review week verse is Do not be blank to this world, but be blank by the renewal of your mind, that by blank you may discern what is the will of God, what is blank and blank and blank. <laughs> Okay, hopefully that challenged you a little bit. And at the end, I will reveal which verse that was and fill in those blanks. But until then, let's go over some application for our memory verse this week. And I'm going to start by reciting our memory verse, which is 1 John 4, 7 and 8. That's 1 John 4, 7 and 8. And it reads, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God. Because God is love. All right, so I think we kind of know the main application if you've been listening this week. (laughs) Because I've hit it pretty hard. But in case you haven't been listening and you're just listening today, which is totally cool. This week, the one application is love one another. And knowing that that loving one another is that perfect love that only God can give. As we read in our context this week on Tuesday, verse 12 says, No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. And I think this is a wonderful point that if we love others with God's love, that self-sacrificing love, it is perfected in us. Meaning he intended his love to be played out this way. And it's not just a special case with us. It's supposed to be the norm as we get sanctified and we continue to learn uh, about God's love and about Christ and read the word and and share fellowship with others. We're going to exercise that self-sacrificial love more and more and more, and the problem is, it's really difficult, because our sinful nature tugs at us, it pulls back, and we want to not be self-sacrificing a lot of the time, and the world doesn't help, whether we go to a job or have family members that aren't self-sacrificing or, or um, maybe don't have God's love in them, we continue to think, well, that's just how the world is and I need to look out for me, but there's a lot of other verses that say, you know, God, or Jesus says, turn the other cheek, Jesus says, if the man asks for your cloak, give him two. Uh, if, the man, if the Roman soldier says, walk a mile uh, with the horse, walk two miles. Um, so they're basically go above and beyond when people uh, ask things of you and, and you have to try to love people that you don't want to love. Yesterday I shared a, a great parable, wonderful, the, the, the Good Samaritan. Jews and Samaritans were deeply hated enemies. And the Samaritan man showed compassion on the Jewish man. And he changed his whole day around. The Samaritan man, who knows what he was doing? Jesus doesn't say. But so the Samaritan man chose to do whatever he was doing, and, or uh, to stop whatever he was doing, change his whole day around, and take care of the Jewish man. And that is self-sacrificial. And I, I see how we can't just do that every single day. It doesn't say the Samaritan man went and did that with a bunch of Jewish men every single day. Um, And so we have busy schedules, but we also need to pray and ask God to present offer opportunities to live out his love, maybe in that dramatic of a way, or also just maybe in small examples throughout the day. And an example that I love to give right now is with kids. Um, If you are a parent and you're in the same season as I am with young kids, you love your kids. I love my kids. They are so wonderful, but how to raise a kid well, it's, it's pretty demanding on parents, and they require much of our time. Kids require a lot of our time and a lot of our love, and we are supposed to love them and discipline them and be a role model to them and model godly behavior. But it's very difficult because they're just little rugrats running around, and they try your patience. Um, but because of that, it is an example of how you can grow in that self-sacrificial love is by raising kids. And all parents know that. It's very difficult. And sometimes we just need a break and sometimes we can lean in and say, you know, that's not how we live. That's not what we do. Or that's not how God wants us to be. And so that's one example. Um, And with that, that, that just basically spans out to other relationships, right? If you are giving love to someone who doesn't deserve it, just like as God gave us grace, we don't deserve it. That, those relationships with wives and husbands or boss and employees or having close friends that you have conflict with or just meeting strangers for the first time, You know, just examples of people who may not deserve the grace or mercy, but yet we're going to give it to them in that situation when someone cuts you off on the road or someone tries to lie about you and um, you're tempted to want to lie back and let them have it. God knows all this stuff and he's asking us to exhibit character of loving one another self-sacrificially, and it's extremely difficult. And I just want to encourage you too, if you go back to Galatians 5 when we, when it, um, Paul talks about the fruits, the fruit of the Spirit, the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, that those things are a package. And so as we learn to love people, we can look to those nine things and say, okay, I am raising my kids and they're trying my patience. Am I really being patient right now? Or am I about to just explode? I don't know. Whatever the temptation is. You know, or if, you know, I'm in a situation where, I mean, not personally, but I'm just saying if you're in a situation where your job is just really rough and you have no joy every single day, well, how can we look to God's word and find joy? And what we're doing. You know, in Ephesians 5, it talks about slaves and masters, and and that is reference to our work and how we work uh, under people who we may like or may not like. And ultimately, God is the one who also gives us perfect joy as well. Do we have peace among our circumstances? Do we have peace among our relatives in the hospital in different situations? Do we have self-control when we're tempted to go out and party? Um, do we have um, gentleness when we're meeting people for the first time, or, you know, you get what I'm I'm getting at here. The fruit of the spirit are great benchmarks and not even just benchmarks, but just great goals to continue to check ourselves, to see if we're loving people the way Christ loves us. And so I just, I just want to encourage you guys that week, use those three ideas the, the Good Samaritan, look back at that verse, look at your relationships, the second thing. And then the third thing, look at the fruit of the Spirit and how that is manifesting in your life. And with that, you should be able to really identify if you're doing the love one another that God asks us to do. And it's extremely difficult. I need reminders and struggle with this every single day. And I want to get better at it, and I keep praying that I do. And so I hope that for you as well. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump back into our review week verse. I know you were just itching to know what verse that was, uh, so I'll go ahead and read it. <laughs> uh, it says, "Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what the will of God. What is the will of God? What is good? What is acceptable and perfect? You know, it's funny when I was memorizing this verse." Uh, a couple weeks ago what is good and acceptable and perfect i like to memorize things in alphabetical order if i given the opportunity obviously good acceptable and perfect is not in alphabetical order and so if you take the first letter it spells gap so i just kept thinking what is gap (laughs) what is good acceptable and perfect so alliteration can help sometimes um or just acronyms or however you want to uh it's not alliteration but acronym or you know what those those Devices to help us. So, this verse is Romans 12, 2. And again, it says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. That may be testing, you may discern what the will of God is, what is the will of God, what is good, acceptable, and perfect. And this is an actionable item, just like today we have application. So, there is a small connection there about we need to do stuff. We need to transform our mind in order to love people. And that means by knowing the word of God and knowing what God says about love. So, all right, so this concludes Review Week. I hope that that helped a little bit. Let me know if it did or if you have a better way of of letting people um, re- or getting people to review what we've done. And um, again, with our memory verse, just continue to write it out. Again, repetition, repetition, repetition. Um, put it on your phone. Put it on a note card. Whatever you need to do, recite it to a person. And if you want to contact me, you can email me. Questions, comments, ideas, or woes or things to share on this podcast at idea mailbag at gmail.com idea mailbag at gmail.com and continue to like subscribe comment rate and review again anything you help gets the word out by engaging with this podcast on the platform of your listening so we're going to end this week with our memory verse first john four seven and eight i'm going to read it one last time and try to read it with me i'm just going to read it once here we go Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. All right, awesome work this week. And until next time, continue to put on the mind of Christ.